Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Oh, <laughs> Ciao. Konnichiwa. I'm Brittany. And I'm Brad. And we are Audio Shelf. Before we start, make sure to click that red button down below to subscribe to our channel. And also hit that little bell so you can stay up to date whenever we release a new episode. Mm. And also, if you want to join our Patreon community, you can find the information for that down below. Today we're going to be reviewing a book called Evidence of the Affair by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yes. It is a short book. Very short. And we are actually going to be reviewing the audiobook, which was an hour and 19 minutes and released this year. So it's pretty new. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I think it's free on Prime if you have a Prime account for Amazon. Yes. And the narrators for this book are Julia Whalen, George Newbern, James Daniels, and Dara Rosenberg. That's a lot of people. It is. So it's really cool because it has four narrators for the four different parts. And it's just a really interesting book to talk about because it is a short one. It's really cool. It's from Taylor Jenkins Reid, which if you don't know, she's the author of Daisy Jones and the Six. And just an amazing, I don't know, fake historical writer. Yeah, it's it's so awesome. This book is actually written in a format that we just learned about. Yes. What is it called again? And a pistolary? A pistolary. Yeah. It's basically when you write a book in letter form. Yes. So each chapter is basically a letter to someone else mm-hmm. in the story. Mm-hmm. And so in this story, we start off with the first letter, which is from Carrie to David. And David is the husband of the woman that Carrie's husband, Ken, is cheating with. Oh, hell no. Yeah. I hope I got that right in my head. Yes. Ken is sleeping with Janet, but Ken is married to Carrie, and Carrie is writing letters to David. And basically, Ken and Janet are both a bunch of poop piles, and they can go and scratch a cat post together because I don't care about them. Yes. They're cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fall, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Pumpkin taste lattes. I don't want to say it like that. I don't know why I say it like that. I don't know why I say it like that. Pumpkin taste lattes. I don't know what's happening. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Is it a stroke? I think so. I don't smell toast. Mm. Anyway, Ken and Janet suck. Yes. And Carrie and David are heroes in this book. Mm -hmm. Even though I don't really know if there are heroes, but there are heroes. Yes. Yes. So basically, we go back and forth with them. Mm -hmm. And it's very predictable. This book is very predictable. You Mm -hmm. kind of know what's going to happen, but the way it happens and the way the novel is executed by Taylor Jenkins Reid is mesmerizing. So good. It is so poetic. The way she writes these letters. And that's another thing. People don't write letters. No, they don't. So this is the cool thing that Taylor does is she writes in a time period 
where technology was not at the forefront of everybody's mind. We didn't have cell phones. There wasn't messaging systems at all. It, there mm-hmm. were, I think, still party lines with telephones. So it was still hard to like communicate with people via the phone. Like it just wasn't a thing that you did. Mm-hmm. So letters were still a viable option. And that's kind of what she did with Daisy Jones and the Six is that she based it in a time period of classic bluesy rock in the 70s and the 60s mm-hmm. and just made it into its own world. And that's what she did with this book as well. I think that's why some classics out there mm-hmm. extend the, the the long periods of time that they're known for. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put my words together. What does that mean? It's like... Standing the test of time? Standing the test of time. Yes. And I think because technology is included in modern work, they can't stand the test of time. Yeah. And that's why letter writing, a simple way of communication, it's going to make this book remembered. That was poetic. <laughs> but I agree. It's it's something that everybody knows how to write. Everybody knows what a letter is. Not everybody is going to know what a text message is in mm-hmm. the future. There could be some new sort of technology or you have an older generation. Really anything is possible that makes text messaging and any sort of like social media obsolete at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, so letter writing is such a classic form to be able to look back on. And I don't even think if you took away the years, this book could not work in a modern time. So it has to work in the 70s. It really, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, nobody would be able, like, it's like the notebook. The notebook mm-hmm. would not be able to survive if it was written like today. If that story was based in modern times, it would not be able to work because we wouldn't have anybody's mom stealing our letters. Mm-hmm. That's we would just true. have text messages. That's true. I also love this book because it covers a lot of different themes that are major problems for today's women and men. The idea of feeling inadequate in relationships mm-hmm. and, you know, comparing each other to other men and women. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed and appreciated that Taylor kind of spoke to that and said, this happened back then. It's happening now. It's going to probably happen in the future. And this is how my characters are dealing with it. So it was really mm-hmm. fascinating to experience their feelings through their the lens of the characters. Yeah. And it was really great to see their evolution in their relationships as well, because you had Carrie and David continue a communication with each other because they were going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. There was a great quote in there about um, being the only person at a party that is just standing in the corner by themselves, mm-hmm. but they are able to also be together at this party. They're not the only people alone at this party because they have each other. And that was something that like really built their friendship. And it was great to see that in the midst of all of this chaos and heartbreak Mm -hmm. and ridiculousness that their crappy spouses were putting them through. Bastards. They had each other still. And it was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really liked it. And it it made me realize like there's another perspective mm-hmm. in when you think of cheating and scandal, you think of, Oh, I want to, I want to blame that other person, but we always, we tend to forget the person I was cheated on. And this book does it wonderfully. And it really makes me connect to that person and that level mm-hmm. that I didn't really, I wasn't thinking about when I think of cheating and scandal, I think of always the negative stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's just such a cool book. And the ending. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Okay. 
was grand. It was good. It, it got, was really good. It got me in the kicker. It was, I was like, <gasps> I was listening to this book with Eddie on a drive to the tasting for our wedding. And we were both listening. And all of a sudden, when that ending hit, mm. Eddie and I were like, oh my gosh. It was it's so phenomenal. Good. It's so good. And the, so the funny thing is, is that we said it earlier. This book is pretty much completely predictable. Mm-hmm. But the way that Taylor Jenkins Reid writes, it's beautiful and it's new and it's unique. And so even if you know where the story is going and you know what the twist is going to be, the way she writes it is just so rips your heart out Mm. and it gives you chills all over your body. And you can't believe I sat there and I was bawling my eyes out. I was. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. It was phenomenal. Like her writing is just beautiful and Mm -hmm. amazing. And I've already said that. Yes. So the narrators. Oh, yes. The narrators. I really liked Julia Whalen uh-huh. as Carrie. I couldn't piece together the other narrators. Yeah. If they put it in chronological order of the parts, uh-huh. David would be the next important person. So I'm assuming that's George. Yeah. And then Janet was... Um, Dara. Dara. And then James was... What's his name? Ken? Ken. I don't Ken. even know. Ken. He's not even important enough to remember his name, Ken. But I really enjoyed the narration of this book because I felt like I was listening to it in a t- that time. Mm-hmm. And they were very um, stoic characters and real and raw and just very emotional. I, I just believed everything they said. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed their narration. Yeah. It was really cool. And there was even... like. I don't know if the narrator for Ken meant for his voice to come across as just kind of gruff and mm-hmm. you could just see him in, he's a doctor in the, in the book. Um, but you could just like kind of see him in one of those like sterile jobs where it's stuffy and he wears a suit and he thinks that he can get any woman that he wants mm-hmm. and he just disrespects women and, and doesn't treat them in the way that they should be treated and just pawns over the ones that he wants and thinks he can get um, just because he's him. His voice really portrayed that. And I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking about that guy. I don't know if if Jane, if that's just James' normal voice mm-hmm. or I want to listen to another book by him because I feel like his voice was perfect for Ken in yeah. making me dislike him. Mm-hmm. And Dara's voice was perfect for Janet. Little mousy wench. Yeah. Sorry, not you, Dara. No, not you, Janet. Janet. That's an important distinction between audiobooks and physical books, Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. that with the audiobook, if you have a narrator and it's multiple narrators and you end up disliking a character from that narrator, you end up disliking that narrator, but not in the way that you would think you would dislike them. Mm -hmm. You don't dislike them as a person. You just dislike them as that character. Yeah, yeah, you dislike their the role that they're playing. Yes, and so when we say that we hate Dara, we don't actually hate Dara. We hate Janet Mm -hmm. because Janet is a gross little crusty muffin. Piece of crap. Yep. Mm Hmm. Yep. So Dara, you did a great job making us hate you, or Janet hate hate Janet. (laughs) (laughs) It gets confusing. It gets the lines blur. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what did you expect from the audiobook? I did not think it was going to be letter writing. Mm-mm. I don't no. know what epistolary means. No. Uh-oh. I thought it was some religious thing. Yeah, like apostolary? Yes. Is that a religious thing? It was either a religious thing or what did you think it was? I definitely thought it was like an STD. Yeah. Which you can get from cheating. There are pills for that. Yeah. Wrap it up. 
Um, I agree. I was not expecting letter writing at all. I was expecting kind of a thriller. Mm-hmm. And this was, in a weird sort of way, a thriller. Yeah. Um, but I was expecting someone to die. <laughs> I don't know why. Mm. Because everything that we have read from Taylor Jenkins Reid does not say death. No. It says drama. Drama and, and normal life. Normal normal life, deep lessons. Life lessons. Life lessons, and you got to learn them hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm. I don't know why I was expecting death and murder, but I guess evidence of an affair, that kind of led me to believe that like someone was going to die. Yep. And you find out what the evidence of the affair is at the end. <laughs> yes. It's very, very good. It was... It blew my expectations out of the water because obviously my expectations were pretty like low anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I would say low in expecting murder. Yeah, well, especially if it's an hour long book. Yeah, like you're like, what is gonna what is gonna blow me away in this hour? Yeah, but it does. It completely does, and it goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. Like listen to it at one speed, you will not be disappointed. Yeah, please do not speed this up. No, definitely don't not. speed up letter writing. No, because when you're writing letters and you're and you're performing letter writing. There's an emotion. Mm-hmm. There's like a, this is someone's internal thoughts all the time. Mm-hmm. It isn't a dialogue in a, in a story. And it's not narration in terms of like, the person walked across the road. No, it's emotion. And so read it at one speed. Mm-hmm. It was Do good. you think when Taylor was writing this, that she wrote the letters? Like she formally wrote the letters like, dear, dear Ken, dear, dear Janet. Dearest Ken. Yes. I think that would be a really great way to get into the mind of these characters. Yes. Taylor, if you, for any reason, I don't know why you would be watching us, but if you are, what was your process for writing this? We want to know. We want to know you. We want to know who you are. Write us a letter. Yeah, best friend. (laughs) Please. Get another restraining order. So I think it's safe to say that we are going to be shelving this book. Yes, huge shelf. The grass is greener on this side, you little cheaters. Yes. Not yes. the other side, honey. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Don't don't you forget it. Yep, shelfing this all the way. Shelfing it. Might listen to it again. And I actually described the entire thing to Sean, like, very quickly as well. And he was like, whoa. That sounds good. Yeah. So maybe I'll get him to listen to it as well. Yeah. It's just such a good book, a good short book. Yes. And you don't get those very often. I agree. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Audio Shelf. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to stay up to date with us, please follow us on all of our various social medias. Suggest things for us to listen to or read or discuss if you want to. Ooh. You can follow us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me, Instagram at Audio Shelf Me, and Facebook at Audio Shelf. And please, if you want to join our Patreon community, you can do that by finding the information down below. Before we go, subscribe, subscribe. Click that red button down below. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. 